Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination through the letter that James wrote. We're in the fifth chapter of James. Uh, closing in on the end of it, it's a few more verses right here. And I'm still sort of thinking about what we're going to do next. I think I may know what it is. And if it is what I think it may be, uh, it's going to be a long haul. <laughs> but that's okay, right? We take it in less than 10-minute snippets at a time. So anyway, this is James chapter 5. Listen to this. Uh, James is uh, addressing the people there, and he's starting to fire off these uh uh, these statements, in this case, there's questions about situations and circumstances. Uh, makes you wonder if he knew about this or if these were just sort of hypothetical. I think that likely he knew some things that were going on, what was occurring, uh, because these are the kind of things that occur in everybody's life. Okay, so you're about to see. James 5, verse 13. Is anyone among you suffering? Then he must pray. So what happens is James gives a, a question here. He says, is this going on? Well, here's what you need to do. So if anyone among you is suffering, then he must pray. Uh, the King James calls this affliction. It says, is anyone among you afflicted? Uh, the ESV, is anyone among you suffering? The Lexham says, is anyone among you suffering misfortune? Misfortune. In other words, is there something going on here that's not going the way that you want it to go? Okay. Well, what must we do? We must pray. Then, verse 13, another question. Is anyone cheerful? He is to sing praises. And King James says, is anyone merry? Let him sing psalms. The idea behind this, if you're cheerful, if your heart is lifted up, then give praise to God. If you're suffering, if you're going through a misfortune, then you must pray. Verse 14, is anyone among you sick? So you see there's a pattern here. If there's somebody like this, if there's somebody like this, there's somebody like this, then here's what you need to do. If anyone among you is sick, then he must call for the elders of the church, and they are to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord Jesus. And the prayer offered in faith will restore the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, they will be forgiven him. Whoa, that's sort of a loaded thing right there, isn't it? Yeah. And this is one of these kind of things that people say they want to believe and they nearly believe, but they don't quite believe. <laughs> no. So just look what the context is. Is there anyone among you suffering? Then pray. Is anyone cheerful? Then sing praises. Is anyone among you sick? Then call for the elders, and we'll look at the details of that in just a moment. What struck me about this when we were just about to get together here, and, and I've gone through this passage many times. I've taught, I've taught this book, and et cetera, et cetera. But it's always amazing how something different and unique uh, from your perspective that you haven't seen before will strike you. And what sort of hit me this time was just these questions. Is anyone suffering? Is anyone cheerful? Is anyone sick? See, there's a huge portion of the body of Christ, the professing body of Christ, that disagrees with these things. There's a huge portion of the body of Christ that says that if you're walking and living in the Lord and doing what you're supposed to be doing, then you will not be sick. And that's not what the Scripture says. There's others who have a similar kind of thought, that if you're walking with the Lord and abiding in Him, that you will not suffer. 
And yet, what do you see with the patriarchs of old, New Testament and Old Testament? Yeah, absolutely, suffering. And then there's actually a portion of the body of Christ that uh, is not really excited about people being cheerful in him. They're rather sour and dour, okay, in countenance, in demeanor, in action, in deed. And people say, well, nobody is like that. Really? Unfortunately, I know some that are like that. And so I I find it interesting that James says, hey, is this going on right here? Well, here's what you need to do. It's, It's from the perspective that if you're a believer, there will be times of suffering. Paul told Timothy that, okay? If you're cheerful, rejoice in that. Give praise to God. Sing psalms to him. Sing praises to him. If you're sick, then do what God says. Now, what did God say in verse 14? He says that someone's sick, he must call for the elders of the church. Notice that it's the sick person initiating, okay? It's the sick person that is initiating this calling for the elders of the church. Now, that doesn't mean that if uh, someone's in a coma or something like that and they're not unable to call, that it won't, quote, work. (laughs) No, not at all. But if, if you're sick, then you call for the elders because why? Well, that shows a modicum of faith. You call for the elders of the church, and here's what they're to do. They're to pray over the person and anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. Pray over the person, anoint him with oil. Now, yes, you know, the oil uh, may or may not have an, a medicinal purposes, a purpose. You know, a lot of times people try to explain away some of this kind of stuff. They'll just say, oh, well, that was just their idea of medicine back then. You know, we're so much more enlightened. No, that's not quite true either. The idea is that they are praying over them, over the sick one, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. The oil is, uh, it will have medicinal purposes in some situations. Okay, This whole thing that's happening with the, uh, oh, what do they call the oil things uh today you know there's something to that okay there's something to that but in the name of the lord there's more to that <laughs> we're calling upon the name of the lord and the power of the lord and then he shows us in verse 15 what happens and the prayer offered in faith okay, is a prayer of faith a prayer offered in faith will restore the one who is sick now is this a quote guarantee unquote of healing every time you do something exactly like this? No, it's not exactly what's being said right here. But what is being said, that this is what we're to do. We're to gather together. We're to pray. And we're to pray in that level of faith that the Lord's released within us. Everyone who is a true believer has to have faith, right? You can't believe without faith. But there is a spiritual gift of faith. There's a spiritual gift of faith. There's a spiritual gift of healing. And the Lord, through his Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit releases these gifts as he desires. And so when we're anointing somebody and speaking in the name of the Lord and speaking the name of the Lord over them and speaking his healing, and what you really see is interesting, uh, all through the Scripture with uh, Jesus and all the examples of the apostles and the disciples that you have of healing, nowhere have I found yet where they are asking God to heal somebody. It's simply described as they healed them. Jesus said, go out, heal people. Just go do it. Go speak the healing over them. And Father, Son, and Spirit will heal. And so you offer the prayer of faith. The one who is sick will be restored, and the Lord will raise him up. Now, of course, sometimes people say, well, what if they're sick unto death and they die? Well, the Lord's going to raise them up. Okay, the ultimate raising up, right? 
But he's, he's saying something more than this. I think he's saying, if you will just move in faith, watch what I'll do. And then he says this, if he's committed any sins, they will be forgiven him. You see a tie between uh, disease, sickness, illness, and the like, and sin. Okay, there's the tie. Now, there's times when people are, are sick and they're righteous. There's no sin. Job's the great example of that. And physical afflictions come up on him because of the attack of the evil one. Okay, of course, there's times like that. But what he's saying right here is that if you will pray over the one like this and you'll offer that prayer in faith, then God's going to restore the one. If there has been any sin, if there's something in their life like that, their sins will be forgiven. And now the next verse, which we're not going to get into right now, but it starts off with the word, therefore. So you see that it's going to be within the context of what we've just looked at here in light of all this. So remember that. If anyone's suffering, pray. If anyone's cheerful, give praise to God. If anybody's sick, call for the elders of the church. Let them anoint you with oil and uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the prayer of faith, whether it's of the elders or of the individual or some kid around the corner that you don't even know was standing there, whatever it is, that prayer of faith will heal the one. Some interesting things here. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you next time. <music>